The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! This, this is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. First down hand of Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it and he bangs it into the touchdown. Now, your hosts, Mickey Spagnola, Rob Phillips, Everson Walls, and Bill Jones. I love the way Mickey, even though he's hard at work, on his mobile device, acknowledges the crowd out there. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> acknowledges his fans out there. His fan out Even there. The vast his fan. Ma- <laughs> that yeah. one fan. Even We're though the, two, the so. vast majority are listening via audio later. But that's okay. Exactly, that's exactly. good, I just, And I just wanted to acknowledge the fact that Mickey acknowledges with a visual salute. When I joined this team, I didn't realize that Mick was the superstar uh-huh. that he is. And you're quickly discovering mm, that. Have, He's yeah. told you a lot about yeah, himself. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. A lot of Twitter told me a lot about him, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. He <laughs> loves Twitter, man. He loves it. Everson, how active are you on Twitter? I'm okay. You know, I, can, I mean, I'm I not talking about posting stuff, but just but just uh, looking at stuff. No, I you? look all the time. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes you don't have time. I yeah. mean, I'm, come on, I'm about to be 60 years old, about a couple of weeks, and I mean, I don't know. When's your birthday? Sometimes it's like it's like old people shouldn't do certain things. You know, <laughs> old people shouldn't tweet. You guys aren't old. And selfies, I heard, were like not good for old people. It's like a that's a taboo thing. Yeah, you know, that's what I heard. Could you see me it's, and Bill like, hey, come on, everybody? <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> I'd love to see that actually. Yeah, Maybe see? we should do that and post on the top. Yeah, we told this guy here's laughing. That'd be great. After the show, we'll do it. Okay, we'll do it after the show. Yeah. All right, we got a lot to get to on a Tuesday morning. We got a tour group coming through right now. Cubby, why don't you turn around and wave hey, to the crowd? No. They can hear us out there. There you go. The Emerson oh, man, Wall. Dude, just yeah. flip me off. You see that? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Did he really? Boy, 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 I tell you. I get that all the time. Eagles man. fan? <laughs> yeah, Coming <right>. through? <laughs> Everson, you got green on. You got green on got this my week. Army you, green, yeah, baby. Okay, it's Army, Army green. green. It's, yes. a, it's also Eagles week here. That's right. Yeah, so... <laughs> All right, uh, Jerry was on the radio this morning. Anybody listen to Jerry on the radio? What I kind did. of mood was he in? Good. A good mood. Better Very mood than the mood. last three weeks. <laughs> For sure. All of us, right? Any highlights? Do we, do we want him in a good mood? Do we, don't we want him to be kind of like on the edge? Well, he wasn't in a good mood after the Patriots game, and that week didn't go so well. Okay. So... But sense. it was a hit on radio. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was. <laughs> but that was after the Bears no, that game. That was after the they, Bears game. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so, yeah, the, you're the, right, the, Everson. The, the cryptic message. Yeah. When was that after? What game was that after? The cryptic message. Uh, Co- the Coach pitch? Garrett will be coaching oh. in the <laughs> NFL. <laughs> That may have been after the Thanksgiving game. I think that was after Thanksgiving. Yeah, the one after the Patriots was about the special teams. Okay, we took care of that. Done. Check. <laughs> Check. Took yep. a couple weeks, but <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> got a new kicker in here. Yeah. So, what, so what was the positive tone today? Um, what was it about? God, there were so many things. I don't know. Where do I start? Did you listen? Don't, I did. Oh I didn't take God. notes. I just kind of <laughs> got the vibe of it, and uh, he did crack one joke though, okay. about you know watching what he says, otherwise he gets cut off on the on the radio. Mm-hmm. I explained to him last night what happened. He didn't understand what happened. When they didn't, no one told. I don't think anybody told him that when you say two words that you have to get dumped 
automatically the system cuts you off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that it wasn't a good time for anyone to correct Jerry <laughs> that, at that day. time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he's just not figured. They just not tell him. So, <laughs> so after I, a win, you I, tell him after a win. I explained it to him last night. Last night, okay. You, you brought party. up last night twice Chris, now. Christmas so, party. so what was this last night? The Christmas party. Oh, you had a Christmas, Christmas party with Jerry party. last night. Jerry with Jerry. Yeah. yeah. Just you yeah. and Jerry. Just me and Jerry. Nice. Yeah. 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 Cozy by the fire. For five right. minutes. Making name dropping here he off gets, the top. He gets tugged in a lot of different directions. Cinnamon and tea, right? Yeah, yeah right. Tea. Yeah, yeah. Green, right? Green tea, right? Yeah, he was yeah. in a yeah, he was in a good mood. I told him to keep giving those guys help. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Look. It's, it's yeah. This is Hannity right here. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. He's Hannity. He's Jerry Jones is Hannity. Right. Way to go, man. He Get is to Jerry baby. Jones what Hannity is to Trump. Right. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, man. I don't think that's a compliment. Yeah, I don't know. It depends. <laughs> Because you give them hell every day on the radio, right, Mickey? When they allow me to. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> that was a good one. So you didn't, you didn't watch any Monday Night Football last I night, I did then, right? keep an eye on it. Okay. Yeah, it was on. Yeah. You didn't miss a doggone thing. Well, once I saw it 17 to nothing, I said, okay, yeah. nothing's going to happen. And then I think I peaked. Uh, Breeze set the, mm-hmm. was it the touchdown yeah, record. He yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I saw that. Even Ellen, even Ellen tweeted in on that one. I didn't know. He was so popular. Yeah, and Tom Brady tweeted uh, congratulations, and it sounds like Tom Brady's ready on Saturday against the Bills to go after that record. I heard he got fired up. Uh-huh. It wasn't about him on Monday night. So, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, it's supposed to be about Tom, terrific Tom. So, so have the Colts fallen apart, or was that just like a great they have they have not played well here lately. They, okay. it, it was may have been a mirage, maybe good coaching, maybe whatever. The first half of the season. That's one of those yeah. Super Bowl things. That was just one of those moments. Uh, they played a great game uh, the week prior, but yeah. they lost. Right. But it was a lot of fight. You wanted to see fight. There was yeah. no fight last night. Yeah. It yeah. Looked they, yeah. Yeah. It was, I mean, and now it was, they're done. It was it was homecoming last night. You know, we got to celebrate. Drew what was Breeze. it like? Thirty-seven to nothing. Yeah. Thirty-four well, to seven was the final. They finally scored. But did you see Breeze's stat line? He was, was twenty-nine out of thirty. No, we was not. twenty-nine see, that's not football, out of thirty. That's not football. <laughs> Why is it not football? That's not football. Because it just doesn't happen. You got a ball, man, on both sides. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, that was just so bad, man. It's, it's like he it's was hard to do that pitching. in practice. It's seven isn't on it? seven. Yeah, seven because on seven. You're gonna drop a, at least a, a pass. And with him, he's a shorter quarterback, so usually he's got at least one or two get tipped during the course of and the I game. And I know he's amazing. I am not yeah. arguing that fact, but. Come on, guys. You can't do that against 29, air. 30, mm-hmm. what, 307, right? 29 for 30 for like 307 or something. Yeah, and, and four touchdowns. And yep. four touchdowns. Wow. Whenever he felt like it. Watch out for Whenever the Saints. Whenever he felt like it. Watch well, out for yep. the Saints. And how about this about Drew Brees? We is a state championship week here. Okay, Drew Brees at Austin Westlake. Mm-hmm. It was 1995 or 1996 he won the state championship. Think about how long this guy, and Brady for that matter, have been playing football. And I you, mean, have to, you have he, to look at his size. I mean, he's a smaller guy. <laughs> you would think he couldn't last mm-hmm. all those years. The the shoulder injury seemed like he got better mm-hmm. after the shoulder injury. It's, it's it, a career that you wouldn't figure would happen and it started, after San Diego. You yeah, and started you, his career at San Diego mm-hmm. and not playing, you know. That's right. You think Miami wishes they had passed him on that physical? <laughs> <laughs> but see, when Saban was there? It, it's, it's like everything else. You have to have your accomplice. You know, there's there's Belichick and there's Brady, and and with with Drew, if it, it, because of Sean Payton, right? I mean, 
of course, Drew's amazing. But you have to have that accomplice with you to have that type of longevity. You know, you can't do it by yourself. Batman You're always going to have something. you got to have mm-hmm. your Batman and your Robin. And, and think about the circumstances that led to them signing Drew Brees because he was coming off that shoulder surgery, and Miami didn't want to pass him. The Saints are going through Katrina basically and it's like okay we got to do something and Peyton says let's sign Drew Brees and they got there together but they didn't realize they had Drew Brees right. until but they were Drew willing Brees to showed, take the chance know, on it yeah. right I mean, they and didn't they, know what they had and in they Drew paid, Brees if, if yeah. i remember correctly when they signed him they paid him you know it was like a huge contract but it was all in the first year and they could get out of it the second year without a big salary cap penalty. So they said, okay, let's do a look-see contract. Well, they looked, and boy, do we see. Mm-hmm. So the Cowboys win this week, make the playoffs, and for all the playoff teams, does the road to the Super Bowl now go through New Orleans? I'm not saying about home field advantage, uh-huh. but is that the team that, when you see how that offense is now playing – well, they're the only team right now that has clinched their division, I believe. They, they, everybody else is – the other teams have clinched a playoff spot, but not the division. Yeah, but that doesn't say much about where the road goes. Well, they're 11-3 mm-hmm. and 11 and 11-3. Yeah, a week ago, the road went through San Francisco, yes. literally and figuratively, mm-hmm. and then Atlanta goes to San Francisco and, and beats San Francisco. So Seattle just loses Josh Gordon. I think technically they're still the top seed. They, they are. But they play San Francisco in Week 17. Correct. That's why I'm, so, I'm kind of uh, I'm a little hesitant. And that's on. why I'm not talking. I'm not talking well, home field. I'm right, talking who, right. which is like from a Cowboys perspective. Let's dream a little here, okay? <laughs> <laughs> where where would the be the toughest place to play to win? Oh, it's no doubt to me, Superdome. Yeah, it's no doubt about it. The Superdome in a championship playoff atmosphere, the worst place to play. I told you the crowd sounds like they're engineered. You know, it, after a while, it's not voices. It's, it's an engine. It becomes a whole different entity when it's that loud. It's like you got someone controlling the volume at will. And you can say what you want. When the Cowboys played there in the Superdome, they could have gotten beaten worse than they did. Let's just say it like it is. No communication. The crowd itself is their 12th and 13th man. Uh, and against a, a great defense as well at that time, which still great defense. Everyone was was putting it down after a while. Now you realize that that's really one of the most solid defenses in the league. It wasn't just at first eight games. They have continued to be the most solid defense in the league. So you have crowd control, you have crowd noise, and you got defense. Cowboys were lucky they didn't get beat worse than that. 12-10. 12-10 was all it was. And yeah. thanks to two losing those two fumbles going over the 50-yard line. Mm-hmm. And, of course, with Bridgewater at quarterback. Right. The and, first, and, the first know, full game. What, right? they, what they did without Breeze for five or six games undefeated, to me, that's the mark of the best team in the league because that just shows the rest of your roster and what you can do uh, without a Hall of Fame quarterback. So, I, yeah, I, I'm with Everson on that, although Seattle's always tough if you got to go up there. So, and, so if you're going to paint a scenario for the Cowboys, okay, they win, you want to host San Francisco or Seattle? I don't think it makes a difference. Well, but but think about it this way. You host Seattle, you're not playing up there in that loud place, okay? And so you okay, and now we're think, dreaming here. We're dreaming here. As, as far as and then you go goes, play you're at talking San Francisco. about the wild card yeah. game, right? Oh, okay. As far right. as as far as dreaming goes, I would rather play Seattle. Okay, here. 
I would rather do. And that. I'm also we, painting we the road to the Super Bowl. We know them a bit. Well, we played them <laughs> like the last two, three exactly. years. Exactly. Yeah. They're more familiar with them. Although, yeah. man, you give Russell Wilson one shot to win a game. That's that's tough. They're, but you're right. They're not as familiar with San Francisco. And we and, played them well. Yeah. I mean, even going back to, I remember when we went up there and blew them out in, in Seattle one year, yep. which was amazing. And, and that was un, 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 unheard of at the time. And yeah. you should have beat them up there in 2006. Mobile but, quarterbacks this year have not been the strength for this defense, hey, though. Man, that so, was the Cowboy defense. That's of old. fair. That's that was 14 fair. days ago. <laughs> that's, that's right. <laughs> and this, we're playing fantasy football here, okay? This is, this is fantasy time. All right. Okay, so then you would then play at San Francisco in the divisional playoff round. And then they'll and, probably and, invite me up. And then, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So Everson's already got I'll that marked on his toss. calendar. I'll be, the, I'll be at the coin toss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you hope Green Bay beats New Orleans in uh, the other divisional playoffs so you don't go to New Orleans. Instead, you get to play at Lambeau Field. Yeah, I don't know if that's, that's a yeah, fun yeah, too, I right? Know, yeah, I like Jeez. Aaron Rodgers is tough, but I don't know. Uh, all right. Yeah, All right, Bill. Glad man. you got it figured just out. Just said Super Bowl, Bill. But <laughs> just, just yeah. the road to the Super just Bowl be right Philly. there. Be Philly. Oh, yeah. There's a yeah, game there's this a week. this week against right. the – Okay. Be Philly. Thanks, Bob. All right. Real is in, baby. Real is in. <laughs> Let's uh, – well, okay. When we come back, we're going to reel us in. We're going to talk Eagles. But I also want to ask the cornerback about Janoris Jenkins here coming up in just okay. a second. Essilor is a proud sponsor of the Dallas Cowboys, helping fans see more and do more with our best vision solutions. Our lens technologies reveal a world more beautiful than you can imagine. For a limited time, get the Essilor Next Gen offer. When you buy the latest generation of Transitions lenses with select Essilor lenses, you can choose a second pair of clear lenses for free with qualifying frame purchases. Restrictions apply. Find a participating eye care professional by visiting EssilorUSA.com. Essilor. See more. Do more. Ready? Okay. Give me an S. S. Give me an O. O. Give me an S. S. Give me an O. O. What's that spell? So, so. Are we going to win? Not if we play like we cheer. Just okay is not okay. Whether it's cheerleaders or your wireless network, AT&T is America's best wireless network. Best network based on GWS1 score September 2019. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black? Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks. Free shipping. Do you want the most interesting, up-to-the-minute Dallas Cowboys news straight from the star in Frisco? How about exclusive and on command? That's right. News and nuggets you can't find anywhere else. With our exclusive Cowboys content on Alexa, you can have all the answers, secrets, stories, and more. What's Stephen Jones thinking during a game? What's Joe Looney's favorite pregame meal? We take your questions to Cowboys players and coaches, and you can hear the answers directly back to you. Just say Alexa, open Dallas. Dallas Cowboys. 
I'm Jay Novacek, former tight end for the Dallas Cowboys. Back in the day, I was the guy who always got the tough yards, and that's why I run with John Deere today. In fact, I have a John Deere 3025E tractor that can handle any yard work I need to do, even the tough yards way out back. So if you have one acre or a thousand, John Deere has the equipment that's just right for you. Visit a John Deere dealer today and run with us. We are the official tractor provider of your Dallas Cowboys. Back to talking Cowboys. Uh oh, Everson was going to do the read. And hey, we were I'm talking ready, other man. Stuff. Okay, on, we're going to throw it at him. We're going to throw it at the cornerback. Okay. I see you try with so no preparation. No preparation. Go. He's going to pick the off another pass. Christmas at the Star, presented by Albertsons. And Tom Thumb returns to the star in Frisco. The 20-minute show electrifies the star with a powerful mix of game day, excitement, and Christmas cheer every Friday and Saturday at 6 p.m. Now through December 21st. Man, that's not far at all. Man, <laughs> Saturday. You better yeah, hurry up and do it. Hurry up. <laughs> Admission and parking are free. For more information on the event, visit thestarinfrisco.com. Yeah. So Friday okay. and Saturday. Friday and Saturday. Mm. Yeah. And the weather's supposed to be good, I'm told. So there and you go. If you can't see me, I am bowing right now. Thank <laughs> you. You're welcome. <laughs> All right, Mickey. Yes. Or Rob, either one of you. You got some news on what's going on here with this Cowboys team. Go ahead, Mick. Cowboys had two uh, workouts at linebacker. Jason Garrett said that they needed to do something uh, with the linebacker position, and they worked out – uh, two veteran guys that are on the street right now, which you got to say, hmm. But that's what else would be available at this time of the year when 32 teams have 63 guys on their roster and these guys are out there. So uh, Malcolm Smith uh, for, had played at USC and Seattle, I'm guessing with Richard at USC too, right? Yeah. Before yeah. he got to the hmm. Seahawks. So he knows a little bit about the former – uh, Super Bowl 48 MVP, he's 30 years old. And then the other guy, 28-year-old Ray Ray Armstrong. Uh, he's Ray played Ray. with six different teams. Uh, he was released by Cleveland after camp. Uh, San Francisco picked him up and then they uh, – or no, yeah, they picked him up and then let him go. Uh, so two guys that are kind of out there, but they need depth with the amount of injuries they have, Rob? Yeah, and the you know late in the season, too, Smith, we'll see what they do, but experience with Richard, I think he's one of seven defensive players to win the Super Bowl in that's MVP. Right. So pick six at Peyton Manning. That's, that's impressive. But a long time ago, but he does have familiarity in that scheme. Gifford is looking at, at surgery for the arm fracture that could sideline him several weeks. And, you know, Jason Garrett said yesterday, not sure about his roster spot, but you could put him on IR mm-hmm. and create an open spot because you're, you're hurting at linebacker right now. There's not a definite timetable for Van Der Esch right now with the neck injury. And Thomas is going to try to work through the knee thing this week. But, you know, they're they're clearly banged up. And, and Sean's obviously had problems. In they the duct taped him together for the game. <laughs> yeah, so uh, they, need to, they need to piece it together for Philly, right? Yeah, so... We'll see if they sign one of them. They, the workout was this morning. All right. Rob, how many Super Bowl MVPs from the defensive side? It was seven. So and I know that three tr- of them. triggers the question, how many are Cowboys? Four. That's All what right. I got. Is that right? Larry Brown. Larry, Larry Brown, Brown. Harvey Martin and Randy White. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
and Chuck Holly. Chuck Holly, yes. On a losing team. On a losing That's team. That's only one. Right. Is he still the only I, one on yes. a losing team from a losing team? Yeah. Well, he must have been balling. Three picks, mm-hmm. right? And that was back in Baltimore the day. Baltimore Colts. Right before yeah. anybody 16, thought. 16-13 oh, lost to Baltimore. A game that we, sh- we should have won. Yeah. Not for Jack Fetty, the yeah. referee. I know, right? Is that the uh, John Mackey? <laughs> Sound like right, the John uh-huh. Mackey play. That's right. Yeah. Dave Manders recovered uh-huh. a fumble on the goal line and went to the Colts instead. So that started, that started the, the weird goal. stuff happening to the Cowboys in playoffs, right? That's why. Actually, that that's... ended the weird stuff. Really? <laughs> no, it's continued. Oh, go, well, okay. we'll go take no. you to 2006, <laughs> right? <laughs> that's why. That's why I don't feel any any uh, empathy for the Saints. You know, they they always fussing about how they don't get the <laughs> right. calls. We, they, we are the grandfathers of bad calls. And the reason I say that that ended is because the next year the Cowboys won the Super Bowl, of right. course, and they were next year's champions from, you know, through the NFL championship games against the Packers and then playoff losses. Well, let, let me go back to Pittsburgh, the Benny Barnes pass interference yeah, call. Yeah, there you go. Against so Lance it did Swan. start it. I'm with so, you. So, come on. See? Yep, I'm yeah. with you. Come on, yep. man. That was just crazy. Not to mention – Vince Lombardi gambling when he should have kicked a field goal in the ice bowl to tie the game and send it into <laughs> overtime. We, 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 we according, to Tex, according to Tex Schramm, to Tex Schramm's dying Tex game, right said, that, was the worst de- that was the worst decision of any NFL coach ever. <laughs> Rob, can you give us a report on Rob the injury no situation? The we're talking about. For who? Like, but this Cowboys team, wasn't the even injury situation, and why these linebackers are in here for looks. Didn't I just say it? Did I just break it down? I think Luke I did. Luke Gifford. Luke Gifford. Yeah. Sir. Out. Surgery. Fractured arm. Looks like he's headed for surgery. All right. Joe well, Thomas. he's out then because if you if you got a b- broken bone in your arm, that's six weeks, right? Mm-hmm. How many weeks? What about your leg? Oh, he might. That's get, Jack Youngblood. Right? He might get back for the Super Bowl. Yeah. Bill. So there you yeah. go. Miami. He'll be ready to go. <laughs> uh, I mentioned Joe Thomas. You weren't listening to I me earlier. I wasn't. Um, no. He was looking up defensive MVPs. He was studying. I was Googling Super Bowl MVPs. Uh, so, Bill, the only guy we I got, missed. I lost you, Rob, when you said the defensive Super Bowl MVPs. I was out I know. whatever you said after I know. That. Drive that. Driving that bus. Um, <laughs> right C, into the ditch. Yeah. CJ uh, Goodwin. CJ Goodwin is had surgery yesterday on his thumb, but they think he might be able to play this week. Can you, as a corner, can you play with a, a surgically repaired thumb a few yeah. days later? Yeah, you can. Yeah, yeah. Affects you your ball skills and all. You better be good. No, yeah. well, well, we talking cowboy defensive back. They, they don't catch the ball anyway. Safe. Oh yeah, so it's no problem. We don't catch the ball. <laughs> yeah. We're good. I mean, we don't. Catch we can the cut ball. his hands off. I mean, we can still play the way we play. Okay. Oh wow. <laughs> we have we can go out there with a handsless defensive back. And <laughs> savage. Just got a tackle. Right? Yeah, just just throw that shoulder in there, man. That's it. We're good. And they and they by the way, they they we didn't even get to know Cyril Grayson, but he, yeah, got, he got signed by up. Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. So they guess they were looking for speed down the way. So they got two practice squad openings? They do. Because Covington, Covington got moved So up. there's two openings there, and All then right. they're trying to get somebody on the 53-man roster. So they got some work to do here. All right. the uh, A couple of guys were let go around the league. Terrell Suggs picked up by Kansas City. And Mr. Cornerback over here, mm-hmm. Janoris Jenkins picked up by the New Orleans Saints. Right. So we were just talking about the Saints and how they rank right up there at the top of the NFC. What does that do to your 
defensive back room when, let's say, you're on that team with the mm-hmm. New Orleans Saints and now here comes Janoris Jenkins in the room? Well, to me, uh, I've always thought the defensive backs were the weakness of the Saints' uh, defense, period. They've always had issues with one-on-one. They've been saved by that front seven. Uh, but whenever they've gotten time, whenever the offense has gotten time against the Saints, they have toasted their DBs pretty well. And Jenkins is no uh, exception. When he was in New York, right? Mm-hmm. He was, we feasted on him. Jack, he, Jack Rabbit. Yeah, yeah, we feasted Norris, on him. Jack Rabbit, Jenkins, and man, he will, he will bite on a pass. Yes, he will. Yes, yes he will. To me, he that's gambles. an advantage offense there. That's advantage offense. I don't see him as being an issue. Now, as far as their locker room is concerned, they're probably thinking, why are you bringing in another average player? Unless they have some injuries and they're trying to show up their depth. Yeah. You know, he's a veteran guy. He's not going to be coming in talking about riding the bench. He's probably going to be immediately uh, on the third down, or at least a dime package. So they, they're weak spots. So Lattimore is on one side, right? Mm-hmm. Is it Eli, Eli Apple? Eli Apple, who's also yep. a former, former Giant. Who, giant. who gets picked on. All the time. He's the guy you want to so pick. You got Williams, who's still feeling uh, the, the digs play back in uh, yeah. during, during Minneapolis. And every time I look up, Either he's their saving grace back there or he's the guy that's getting beat still. And he's still very a, a young player. Mm-hmm. I think it's what, third year? I that think might he's be a third, right. third year player. So <laughs> their secondary, if you're looking at the Saints, their secondary is the weakest part of their team. And, and uh, by bringing in Jack Rabbit, they didn't improve their chances any at all. Although I nicknamed him Olay after he Olayed on Jarwin <laughs> on that touchdown pass this year. Well, you can name a lot of DBs Olay these days. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of business decisions made out there. Thank you, Deion Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, these Philadelphia Eagles. What is it that uh, when you look at uh, what they've done the last couple of weeks, they have come up with victories. However. The opponents have not been the strongest. They've been playing NFC East squads, and they have uh, squeaked out victories. What is it that concerns you the most going up there this weekend? Momentum. Yeah. That's it. I mean, they've won. Regardless of who they played or how they played, they've been able to come back and win. And I think that gives the team confidence. And isn't that weird that they finished the season with four division opponents? Well, that's the way the league likes to do it. Yeah, but not but usually like the it's last couple of weeks and it's, yeah, but I, I just four worked in a row. It out. Four yeah. <laughs> and, the the and, other problem that you have with that is, you know, quarterback's going to be running the team. Carson's feeling really good about himself. That's where I was going too. Yeah, he's feeling yeah. really good. Go ahead. Rob. Well, he was about perfect in the fourth quarter against Washington, and he's doing it with I think Mickey referenced it yesterday. An all-new receiving core, essentially, Ward and those guys, because their top three guys have all been injured at some point in the year. Jeffrey's on IR, and he's Jackson's finding a, on IR. Yeah, mm-hmm. Sean Jackson, and they're finding a way to get it done. Who's so, well, Sean uh, Jeffrey. O- 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 did you say Okafor? Did you say anything about him? No. Aguilar. Aguilar, Aguilar. Aguilar yeah. Thank you. Yeah. He, he was out this been week. out with yeah. a knee. Is he is – he, I don't know. No, he I'm did not, not play sure. last week. Yeah. But yeah, your top three receivers out. They, and they he's still getting it done. They basically used two wide receivers in the game against Washington Greg Ward, who two years ago was the starting quarterback at the University of Houston, and J.J. Arcega <laughs> Whiteside. That, wow. That's who that was? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. That guy was good. Yeah. He's good. <laughs> he's a yeah. player. Yeah. And, I, and I know these guys, the Cowboys liked him. And weren't able to come up with him. He caught, he caught seven passes for 61 yards. He was the only wide receiver in the game that had a reception. They had a they had ten catches. I went back and looked. They had uh, ten catches 
for like uh, 116 yards and a touchdown with their tight ends. The tight ends, by the way. And who did all the catching for the Rams? The tight ends, by the oh, way. Oh, this is this is right? going to be an and issue for us. There's and no the Bears. doubt about it. And the Buffalo Bills. We talked Bills. about that yesterday. The, the, the tight ends that have gone against us, a lot of them have had almost career days. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> you know, they've done things that they've never done before just from playing against us. Now, Higby's, I think, seven of his 11 catches. Yeah, that was, Higby was that fourth was quarter. Right, right. 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 Kind of garbage time. That's who we ended up throwing to but anyway. But we learned about... Holtz, Holtz for the Bears. J.P. Holtz. Yeah. So Rudolph, right, for the Vikings. <laughs> yeah. 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 Rudolph. One-hander. Yep. All of a sudden, he's going to be making one-handed catches every week, <laughs> starting with Dallas. <laughs> yeah. I don't know where I wrote it down, but I went back to, uh, I think, the Minnesota game and counted up the catches by running backs and tight ends. And I think I for the rest of whatever, however many games that's been, it was like 53 catches. 53 catches by tight ends. Get ready. There's about to be about 53 Mm -hmm. more. Right? And they throw the ball to Miles Sanders, too, Mm -hmm. by the way. He had six catches last week. And then they've got Boston Scott, who is their Darren Sproles type player. Right. Who's Mickey, how tall are you? (laughs) At least five, six. No, Boston Scott is shorter. Is he he Beasley size? He He is very short. That, which makes it a problem Such for a defense. Savage Bill. For, for a defense. Because you, you can't see him right there. Making, only Ellie and Spags are oh, talking about this. Yeah. Right hey, so Spags, what's it like to be a short? You know, what? What's it like to be the runt of the group? That's exactly, right? can, the runt I, of the litter. You tell me that. I can still take you to the basketball. I guarantee you. God, I'd love to see that, too. Let's get a selfie and one-on-one basketball between you two. That would be fun. Yeah. All right. You want to go to a break? It's up to you. All right, let's go to a break. He's driving his bus. Let's let's, let's try to get out of the ditch when we come back on Talking Cowboys. Mickey's got a read coming up next. Oh, that'll save the day. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Want to show your Texas and team pride, too? You can. By purchasing your own Stetson, you can look just like how the flag guys do on field at every home game. Stetson Hats, the official crown of all self-respecting Cowboys and your favorite football team. Get yours today in the Stadium Pro Shop or at Stetson.com. Ready? Okay. Give Give me an S. S. Give me an O. O. Give me an S. S. Give me an O. O. What's that spell? So-so. Are we going to win? Not if we play like we cheered. Just okay is not okay. Whether it's cheerleaders or your wireless network, AT&T is America's best wireless network. Best network based on GWS1 score September 2019. Essilor is a proud sponsor of the Dallas Cowboys, helping fans see more and do more with our best vision solutions. Our lens technologies reveal a world more beautiful than you can imagine. For a limited time, get the Essilor Next Gen offer. When you buy the latest generation of Transitions lenses with select Essilor lenses, you can choose a second pair of clear lenses for free with qualifying frame purchases. Restrictions apply. Find a participating eye care professional by visiting Essilor US Essilor. See more, do more. So, you're shopping, and that's when you see it. Aisle 23. Dr. Pepper stacked from top to bottom as far as the eye can see. The phrase too good to be true comes to mind, yet there it is. A rich, delicious Dr. Pepper paradise. Wait, did, did that can of Dr. Pepper just open itself for you? They all are. 
as if to say, so nice to treat you. And even though it feels weird to talk to a can, you pick one up and say, it's so nice to be treated. Dr. Pepper, so nice to treat you. Back to Talking Cowboys. Bill, you need to send your holiday list packing because if you go to getjackblack.com, they've still got free two-day shipping. Now, it's a limited-time offer. It expires midnight on the 20th. So go to getjackblack.com, use the code SHIP, and you better shop now. That's the a code, tough The word. code is ship. Ship, ship yeah, with a P. With a P. Right. I want to make sure we get that. Yeah. I don't want to get dumped. <laughs> All right, Cowboys off today and back to practice tomorrow. Cowboy players were talking about Jason Garrett's pregame speech on Saturday night, mm-hmm. and that's gotten some talk in the in. The, so does does how much credit does Jason Garrett get for this win? No, he just gets credit for the losses. Yeah, okay. Gets blame for the losses. Yeah. So, so, so no, what's, no what's going on with the, the pregame? Talk to me. What what did they say? I mean, it was a baseball story, apparently. Mm-hmm. Now the the context of it, we're still trying to dig and find out, right? Yeah, I, I think it was something that took place in high school. And he talked about team, about how when one side of the ball, you know, lets down, the other side's got to pick up and you got to play complimentary football, mm-hmm. which is kind of what they did. Now, mm-hmm. you know, if that was the solution, he should have done it five weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Right? Dak has been talking. He's Dak has used the word complimentary or the phrase complimentary football for like two months. Because that Philly game, the first Philly game, that was the best example we've seen of it. And I think Dak said it the last couple of weeks. We just need to be good to each other. We got to find an Everson. You know, I mean, you got to be able to pick each other up if one side's not doing well. Well, that's what we've been talking about. I know ever since I've joined the show, it's been an emphasis on how you can't just let your offense be the catalyst of the team. Just because you, the offense gets off to a slow start doesn't mean the defense has to give I'm up saying. points. And right? I've always said the defense has to be the catalyst for any type of uh, success, any type of attitude shown during the ball game. They set the tone. Yep. We've always been this team ever since we've had this makeup with this great offensive line. You know, then here comes Zeke, here comes Dak. We've always accepted the fact that offensively we control the, the, the pace of the game. I've, I've just never been a fan of that. It's fun to watch. But you know that eventually defenses are going to figure you out. I play defense. I've been with some great defensive coaches. Eventually you play three games. Man, that's great. All of a sudden, those three games are going to be combined into a a quality control reel, and they've got great coaches and quality control people that says – this is the antidote to what they're doing. Especially now with technology. You, I mean, you've got a better read on anybody than you ever used to. And, and you know, like the 07 Pats that were putting up 40 points a game, by the time they got to December, that points per game was shrinking a little bit. So you're Those absolutely coaches get right. paid, too. Yeah. Bob. They yeah. get paid, too. Especially and I, if you send a film crew up into the press box and <laughs> yeah, shoot I mean, the side. Oh, they are really good. <laughs> yeah, they are from the clouds today. <laughs> just savage. <laughs> savage. <laughs> Why would you do that against the Bengals? Because you have to get prepared for them, I guess. It's the Bengals. Make sure you can't weren't you, making any mistakes. Can't you beat the mistakes? Bengals without doing that? Sounds, look, at, look at how they prepared for the Jets. Like, After the Jets beat us, they just went into attack mode. And, like, we're going to make sure. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to devour these people. Sounds like if you look at the video that they had to turn in that basically was on the sideline and focusing right in on the coach's hand signals. Hmm. I just let you know, guys, Belichick leaves no stone. 
<laughs> Should we compliment him for that? Yeah. <laughs> or vilify him? If you're him? a I mean, defensive co- player, yeah, that's great, that's, right? He leaves no stone unturned. We're going to check every box. So he gets credit for that. Even if they send mm-hmm. guys that don't know anything about football to go cover some story, right? And it's like, well, yeah, just so would, it, would, would he be like the, uh, what, Gaylord Perry of yeah, yeah right? <laughs> <laughs> That's good. All right, Cowboys run game. There's, a, there's talk about uh, so much talk, and deservedly so, on the performance of Tony Pollard in the game with 131 yards rushing. Zeke had 117. This is what you want in your running game, okay? You got Zeke, but I hear a certain narrative out there that, well, then why did you pay Zeke all that money if you got Tony Pollard here and give Tony Pollard more touches and so forth? Tony Pollard is a compliment mm-hmm. yes. to Zeke. The reason it works That's is complimentary Zeke. football complimentary. There. Boom. Very good. There we <laughs> go. <laughs> what, you, what you have is a, a – a, a defense that accustomed to, and as Rob pointed out yesterday, just the 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 uh, what what he was Zeke was running as if he was a battering ram. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. so now you've got so that to speak aspect. against the Rams. So very good. Boy, once again, <laughs> Will, you are on it, man. See, I'm, I'm too close to the trees. See, you're, you're, you're far enough away to where you're catching all of this. But but what you have is the, the change of pace. Yes. That can really confuse and keep a defense, you know, uh, uh, off balance. But I don't care what kind of running back you bring in. If that offensive line doesn't give your running backs the opportunity to change pace, doesn't give Zeke the opportunity to be that battering ram, then it's off or not. Zeke can be as strong a runner as he wants to be. If there's no crease there for him, if there's no parting of the waves, then he's not going to be as effective. So let's just say what it is. When that offensive line is playing, you can put Spags back there, and you're going to get some yards. God, That's they just won't the even see me, right? That's just the way it is. <laughs> that offensive line dominated the way they should have, and I hope they continue it because we talked about two weeks ago, I, I believe I said, that's how you play playoff football. We don't want to pass the ball all over the place. We want to win ugly with good defense and a good running game. You know, and, and Pollard – would he have 131? Is that right? Yeah, 31. Led, led the team. So he had three carries for 102, by the way. So it wasn't like he was battering in there. He busted some big. No, no. Z- Zeke softened them up real yeah. good. And one of them's at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. I, I would imagine the Rams. We'll take them off. We'll take them off. It off. counts, yeah, right? And, he, and, and and they had a trouble getting him on the ground. I wonder how many missed tackles the Rams have had. You know, when the Cowboys have 19, it's a national story. I would imagine the Rams had about 15 in that game well, and about four on one of Pollard's runs. And we talk about uh, uh, how this guy could run through tackles for such a, a small player. Uh, we need him in space. Remember, we talked about sometimes Zeke might need a rest. You want to throw that ball out there. Don't put your running back in the slot. Put him out here on the end where you can get him in space against a linebacker or a strong safety, and all of a sudden you've got a problem. You've got the potential for a big play, and which is my God. I'm looking at the videos now. Mm-hmm. Those those are some great runs. Those are some great runs. So getting him in space, he can be extremely dangerous, more dangerous than Zeke Elliott. Who does he remind you of? Ah. ah. And catching, catch and he and he, we haven't seen it necessarily yet, but he can catch the ball out of the backfield. That's where he's going to grow as much as anything over the next couple of years. If I'm being I mean, overly generous, I'd say Marshall Falk. You know, you remember out of the draft who Stephen said he wasn't 
as good, but he's that type of player. It was Elvin Kamara. That's exactly who that's, I'm thinking. That's of. right. That's exactly who I was thinking. Uh, that's of. high is, praise for both. I both mean, those when, when you saw what the Saints had with Ingram and Kamara, and now they have with Latavius Murray and mm-hmm. Kamara. Okay, you know, but we but, haven't seen him as much of a receiver as we have that right. complimentary, like Everson was talking about, complimentary runner. But at Memphis, he was largely a wide receiver in some respects in some of the routes that he ran. So. And he had Daryl Henderson, who's now a backup running back with the Rams, who was their battering ram, I guess, so to speak, yeah. with, at Memphis. And um, but yeah, okay, so tell me this, Everson, uh, as far as a rookie coming in, okay, how much do you expect, even at the running back position? Now, running backs usually can make a quicker transition than other positions, but how much do you expect first half of first year from a rookie running back? Oh, I wouldn't expect much, especially playing behind someone like Zeke Elliott. But second half of rookie year, mm-hmm. now he's, so to speak, into his sophomore season. Well, let's look at uh, how many opportunities he's going to get. Let's look at how, how uh, uh, not the, the, the quantity of the opportunity, but the quality of his opportunities. Now he's getting a chance to run the ball, uh, hopefully because either Ezekiel got hurt, so he's a, a great backup position, you know, depending on who your starting running back is. But you have to look at uh, what position your team is in, is in as well. Do they have the opportunity to put him in and make him effective? And so the Cowboys have the luxury to where, yeah, you can, he's, he can be effective even behind – Zeke Elliott, who you would think is going to carry all the load all year long, going for his 1,000 yards plus. Yeah, I'm sure fans are asking, why haven't they seen more of number 20 this year? And that's kind of what I'm getting at with that question is, okay, it takes some time to make the transition, I think. It does, and there have been a lot of situations in games where they haven't gotten the running game going like they'd want to, and you want to give Zeke an opportunity to get rolling a little bit. And the times that you've seen Tony really involved is when they've had leads. And, the, and now you can, like, impose your will, and, and now you're really – the running game really comes into effect and you're able to spell him. That's, that's when you've really seen when it. When you look at the games we've lost, I don't think he's been effective at all. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong about that. Yeah, but he I don't hasn't think got, he's been effective. Well, at all. not he, a lot of snaps. He, he did, remember, he had the sprained ankle, so he didn't play in the – Two games ago. Bears game, right? right? Um, he's over that. No question. Oh, yes, he is. No question. You know, and, and and I think that he had 23 carries, so that was his most carries since the first and third game of the season. See, those, those and those blowouts. were blowouts, right? right? Well, this was somewhat so of a have blowout. Have but he had chance. He had significant right. carries, though. When you know, getting both of them, I I think the position he plays and the things they want to do with them. It's not a traditional running back, so maybe it's more complicated to get him into the passing part. Well, or, we, we, the, the Cowboys were still talking about it. trying to get Zeke more involved yeah, in the passing right, game. Right. So you can't – you yeah. see, you have to have the opportunity to do that. The fact that he's even this effective behind the Zeke Elliott who, okay, well, Tony Pollard wants to do this. Tony, well, so does Zeke. Right. And Zeke deserves to do this. See, and, and, and think about guy. this. And think about this offense. So, and they want to get Jarwin more involved. Yeah, everybody Ellen, wants and to get more involved. And we need Cooper more involved. Right, and right. don't forget about Cobb, right. by the way. So, what do you? You know, that's a lot. Yeah. And that's why they're leading the league in in a total offense. They do absolutely love his potential. Front office, they think he's. I mean, obviously Zeke too. They wouldn't have paid Zeke of if they wouldn't think. Yeah. And see, but, that's the dilemma because they, we got to keep going back to Zeke. Right. I right. mean, he's still the engine for this thing clearly because we saw it the other night. Did see him on the field a little bit again, once again together, 
And Zeke threw a great block downfield to spring spring Pollard. That maybe you can see more of that. Maybe that's a way to get them both involved at the same time. Herschel and Tony, right? No, don't do not <laughs> do not bring that up. I go back. I, I go back to more to his headphones out and throw it at you if you bring up Herschel and Dorsett one more time. How about Dorsett and Preston Pearson? <laughs> no, that's that's okay. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> We're winning Super Bowls then, see? You're at least going to the championship. Okay, here's what I want out of Pollard. I want him. I don't care if the ball's five yards deep in the end zone. I want to see him come out with a kickoff return. I don't want to see no more safe side. <laughs> just let him come out. Okay. I want to see it. You then, then it, just with Murphy's law, it might come right back right, and then he'll, he'll get his knee torn up. Yeah. Right. Or like uh, <laughs> with, yeah, Dunbar, well, it's right? It's gone. <laughs> Remember Lance Dunbar in New Orleans? Yep. Brought that one out and tore his knee up. Oh, yes. No. That was ugly. And so Mickey ends this edition of Talking <laughs> yeah, Cowboys. Right mentioning right. Herschel Walker and Lance yeah. Dunbar. All right. So we got to get out of here. We'll talk at you again tomorrow. <laughs> this has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?